0: One thing you may not know about me is that I don't really like to read. You're not illiterate, though. No, I'm fully literate. I just don't like to. I would rather listen to podcasts. And if you, you know, kind of take the best of both worlds, you get Audible. I love Audible. Yeah, I've got a couple different books on there right now that I'm listening to. Uh, Nitro, The Rise and Fall of WCW. I've been listening to that.
1: That's a good one. And I've been listening to If Shins Could Kill by Bruce Campbell, also narrated (laughs) by Bruce Campbell. nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've also been listening to The Shining and
0: Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, both of the great Stephen King books. I read both of those. See, I'm listening to them. I don't have to read them. That's why I love Audible. If you are like me and you want to hear these great n- novels without having to read them, head to audibletrial.com slash cult the splat. That's audibletrial.com slash cult the splat and get a 30-day free trial on us. salutations and welcome to another episode of cult of splat this is your host taylor bartle joined as always by my co-host kevin nesgota
1: yo what's up happy birthday sir thank you it is well this is coming out in like a month from my birthday I, <laughs> I don't think it's a month i think it's uh it's it's, like a couple it's, weeks yeah two little little less than two weeks It's like I have have the sheet pulled up, which actually I have uh, some scores going into while I was waiting around for you. Um, Oh, you're actually doing the thing? I'm actually doing the thing, and I even put in a difference column so we know the difference between the tomato meter and the audience score. I'll be damned. Look at you. I know. Doing shit. Got a (laughs) job and, you know, feeling productive on my birthday. Getting shit done before you have your... Your dinner
0: of top ramen.
1: <laughs> Before I have my dinner of shrimp top ramen. <laughs> shrimp, the fancy kind. Yeah, the fancy. And not real shrimp. There's no real shrimp. We can't well, afford no. that.
0: It just started to work. <laughs> does it have like the little tiny ones? Doesn't the shrimp one have like little tiny or is that something else? Oh, that's cup of noodles.
1: That's a cup of noodles, yeah.
0: Yeah, you can't afford a cup of noodles yet.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. That's like three paychecks down.
0: I was going to say, you got the job, so soon.
1: Soon. Yeah, I get my first paycheck on Friday. I'm excited. It's going all to rent. (laughs) It's always fun. Yeah, I love paying bills. It's better than being homeless. But, you know, there are some good homeless encampments around L.A. You know, I get stabbed, though. No, there aren't. (laughs) I was going to say, are there good home?
0: Is is there such thing as a good homeless encampment?
1: I don't know, but the city of L.A. just announced that they're turning the uh, that haunted um, hotel where that one girl got caught in the um, water tower. Lisa Lam, um, Richard. Yeah, Lisa Lamb where she got caught in the water tower, and where um Richard Ramirez stayed before he went and killed people. They're turning that into a homeless shelter. Good. <laughs> that there's nothing bad that could happen from that. Also, Taylor, I have a movie or I have an idea for a horror movie. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if if you don't want to end up
0: homeless, the best thing to do is to go to college. I went to college. How's that segue? I like that segue. That's because today we are talking about the 1998 black comedy. What's the difference between a black comedy and a dark comedy? Just black is just darker.
1: Yeah, there's like, you know, the um, Archer colors of his um, turtleneck, his tactical turtlenecks. You know, yeah. Yeah. There's black and there's, you know, extra black.
0: <laughs> what was on oh, Happy Endings? I know I quote Happy Endings a lot, but it was Dave had the two eye blacks. It was like ebony heat and I think midnight ivory. Something like that. Yeah, Just two different like colors that, of yeah. eye black. Uh, but yeah, this is a movie that is none more black. A, a, I honestly don't know if this is considered a black comedy, but – it's no a one, pretty
1: dark comedy it's it is between dark comedy. dark comedy and black comedy it's not as dark as Death the Smoochie Actually, it could be as dark as Death the Smoochie this movie it's, is I pretty mean, dark yeah like the concept is pretty dark but no one
0: dies in it
1: no I mean one person does maybe does, yeah or almost kind of multiple times should but, we mention you know, what it this, is <laughs> Yeah, it's clip on the uh, on the on the love boat, basically. No,
0: I mean, should we mention the movie? We haven't even said what movie it is yet. Oh, yeah, we should totally mention the movie. <laughs> it's Dead Man on Campus from 1998. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a good one too. It's one of my Toma- favorites. <laughs> Tomato meter score, fifteen percent. Which mm. we've talked before about how the critics don't seem to like dark comedies. No, so I'm not. I'm not super surprised.
1: And they also tend to hate Zach Morris.
0: That's... So, the audience score is 55%, which is a little more understandable. I actually maybe thought it might have been a little higher. Uh, This is Mark Paul Gossler and Tom Everett Scott at the height of both their careers, I think.
1: Yeah, because... Might be... Well, Gossler might have been kind of on the tail end. Yeah, because I think he hadn't started, like, NYPD Blue yet or anything like that. And this is well before, like, um black not blackish mixed dish or whatever and his kind of rebirth and definitely well before franklin and bash
0: also mark paul Gossler guest starred on happy endings
1: <laughs> yes he did
0: great art by the way
1: oh my god and the crossovers in this movie for future television shows is amazing
0: yeah uh but before we get into that let's talk about the director alan Cohn.
1: Uh, What's his resume look like? He does not have a wiki.
0: Oh, highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes, Dead Man on Campus. Good for him. Lowest rated, Dead Man on Campus. So he did one thing. The only other thing he did was something called I'm a Spring Break Lawyer, but it's not even rated. I have no idea what it is.
1: It looks like he did some TV specials. Um, he did an episode of Lizzie McGuire in 2001, 2002. Oh. And he okay. also did additional segments on the man show.
0: Hell of a resume.
1: Yeah. He hasn't done stuff in a long time. I bet he's working at uh Carl's junior now.
0: Uh, so this was written based on a story by Anthony Abrams and Adam Larson Broder with a screenplay by Michael Traeger and Mike White. Now, Mike White, you might know, uh, he wrote and also was in School of Rock. Oh yeah, he was like the brother or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, Nacho Libre, Stepford Wives, uh, The Good Girl, Orange County.
1: Yeah, he's the the
0: Emoji movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, poor guy. Yeah, Dead Man (laughs) on Campus was his first one. He also wrote Despicable Me Four, so he's definitely working.
0: There's a four
1: Uh, comes out in 2024. So, oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Spoiler. Michael, Michael Traeger had much less of a career, but
1: just a little bit.
0: The IMDB synopsis says two college roommates go out and party resulting in bad grades. They learn of the clause that says if your roommate dies, you get an A and decide to find someone who is on the verge, so to speak, to move in with them. Um, I mean, the clause is that they commit suicide, not just that they die. But.
1: Yeah. But, you know, that's kind of bullshit because what if there's like a murder or like a car wreck? You'd still be pretty devastated. It doesn't oh, have yeah. to just be suicide.
0: Or what if they like just find out they have terminal cancer and, you know. Right. Or, You're going to. Yeah. You know. What if they get shot? They're out of school. They could very well be shot at any time.
1: Very, very very good chance especially here in the united states not so much in 1998 but you know that's today this this was pre-columbine so yeah not by much yeah
0: um yeah i guess maybe we should say trigger warning for this movie uh there is a lot of talk about suicide so a lot of talk um yeah if that's something that's triggering for you maybe skip this episode and we'll see you next week if not if you want to talk about it if you're ready to get into it Let's dive in. Let's do it. So right off the bat, our opening credits, uh, it's done in the style of like a standardized test, like an SAT or something, but all the questions seem to be about suicide.
1: Yeah, I thought this was really well done. I thought it was really cool. It's clever. Uh, It also has
0: a cover of David Bowie's classic song, Golden Years, done by noted trash person Marilyn Manson.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up, but it was a good cover.
0: Is, is it? I This is not like revisionist history or anything. I have never cared for Marilyn Manson's music. And it wasn't because he's like spooky or anything. I just, I never liked his music. I never got into like industrial.
1: I vaguely got into it, but not as much as some of the people I went to high school with.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just, it just never appealed to me. Honestly, my favorite song of his was probably his cover of
1: Tainted Love. That's also a good one. He did yeah. some pretty decent covers, but yeah, I never owned a Marilyn Manson album. Yeah. And
0: like I said, now we know he's a, he's a dirt person, so.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything of his on my uh, Apple Music, so.
0: So we go to Daleman College, uh, a completely fictional college. It is not real. Nope. But we are introduced to Tom Everett Scott, of course, of, of... uh. That thing you do and An American Werewolf in Paris fame.
1: I forgot about American Werewolf in
0: Paris. I wish I could forget about An American
1: Werewolf in Paris. I saw it once and uh, yeah, I'm good. It's bad. It's not going to be on this show. Not unless one of our idiot guests decides to put it on. Yeah, you
0: can go listen to me talk about it on the Grave Plot podcast if you want.
1: No, yeah, just go do that.
0: But he is on a six-year medical program. Uh, he's also there on an academic scholarship, and he's doing a work study in the housing office.
1: This was a lot for a freshman. He's a freshman, right? I assume he's a freshman because he's like dissecting bodies like basically day one.
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, college is never that intense on day one.
0: I mean, this is—it's—it's it's definitely his first day. So either he is a freshman or he transferred.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess he'd be transferring into like a med program, but it seemed to me like he was a freshman.
0: Yeah. But he heads to his dorm room and it's like, it, it's one big dorm room, but then there's kind of a little single room off to the side.
1: Right, right. That's like a special. Usually it's just beds and a toilet if you're lucky. Right.
0: Yeah, it's basically a prison cell.
1: More or less.
0: With, with better accoutrements but he hears knocking from the other side of the door to the single and so he like knocks back and jason siegel throws open the door hey
1: jason siegel welcome back a this very too young far, jason right? siegel this was his second movie his first one we'll be doing later <laughs> wait his what was his first one can't hardly wait that was his first movie That was his first movie. This was his second one. What year did SLC Punk come out? After this, I thought. I could. Isn't SLC Punk? Yeah, he
0: played like the nerdy guy who beat the shit out of everybody.
1: Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about that. I wish we could cover SLC Punk. That's a great movie. It is a good movie. I haven't seen that one in forever. Yeah, it went. uh, This all came out in ninety eight. Ken Harley-Waite came first, then Dead Man on Campus, then SLC Punk, and then Freaks and Geeks.
0: They all came out in 98?
1: Oh, no. uh, Freaks and Geeks was 99. But, you know, there's an upward trajectory here. Yeah. Wow. Busy guy. Way busy.
0: Yeah, Jason Segel, he's just like, the single's mine. I called it. He's so mad. uh,
1: He has like this really deep voice, and he just talks like this because he doesn't open his mouth a whole lot.
0: Talks through gritted teeth.
1: Because he went to Catholic school and he's horny and angry.
0: Yeah. You can see he's got like playboy pinups and stuff all over the walls.
1: Yeah. It's like Buddy from just one of the guys.
0: Yeah. But he's just like, he just glares at Tom Everett
1: Scott. And he's just like, all right. Yeah. Cool, man. Whatever. Yeah. Don't kill me with the hammer that you have in your hand right now. Did he have a hammer? (laughs) Yeah, he was, like, scratching the back of his head with the
0: claw of the hammer. Okay, that's what the knocking was. He was putting up the posters. Yeah. Oh, it all makes sense. I don't know sense, why the yeah. hell you
1: nail posters to a wall, though. Especially in a dorm. Yeah, they t- that's, like, one of the first things. They don't even like you putting, like, pins into the wall.
0: Yeah, just use some double-sided tape. But first night there, Tom Everett Scott wakes up in the middle of the night, and there's these moving men smoking weed in his dorm room.
1: <laughs> that would freak me the fuck out.
0: Yeah, but suddenly Mark Paul Gossler runs in, got this big long P coat on, looking very sharp, but he's like chatting up these moving men. And he it's not the start- first
1: time this has happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, clearly he, he knows these guys by name, like he's clearly gotten high with them before. And he talks about how this bong he has, which is probably, I don't know, four feet long.
1: It's at least four feet. Yeah,
0: maybe five. But he says it's his showcase bong, and he he's like, "You're not going to bed, are you?" Like I I invited a few couple people up here for drinks, but I mean, if you're if you're going to bed, then that's fine. I can tell them tell them to leave. And he's like, "No, no, no, it's it's fine. I'll I'll get up, you know." So he, Mark Paul Gossler sticks his head out the door, and he's like, "Guys, come on up!" And this isn't like a couple people up for drinks. This is a party.
1: Yeah, this is a full fledged party. There's like maybe Man.
0: thirty people
1: in a very very tiny dorm room
0: yeah and they come in and they like immediately turn the stereo on and just start blasting this eve six song uh and but jason siegel comes storming out of his room and he's
1: just like turn that shit off again he's so mad
0: (laughs) yeah so mark paul gosler tries to calm him down and he's just like hey hey buddy look and he's jason siegel's just like i'm not your buddy Buddy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> he does not say I'm, I'm not your buddy, guy. He says, I'm not your buddy, buddy. Buddy? Yeah, this is where you find out that he w- he's because Mark Bogostler says, You went to an all-boys school, didn't you? He's like, Catholic all-boys school.
1: He's like, Ooh. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> you are so horny. It's made you angry. But Jason Siegel's just like, Keep that music off, asshole, or I'm going to bash your fucking head in. <laughs> and Mark Bogostler's like, Look, uh, I know. That you know, you think this whole attitude you got going is cool, but but girls, I won't think you're cool. They're gonna think you're a roided out asshole, or they're gonna think you're a roid head with a pixie dick and an ass for a brain.
1: <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Uh, this other guy walks into the party. His name is Pickle.
1: <laughs> he looks like his name would be Pickle too. <laughs> <laughs> Order. Hey, Pickle fucker. <laughs>
0: I, I want to think that that's a Spaced reference, but I doubt it is.
1: It. When did Space come out? I think after this. I think so, too. I think Space came out in, what, 2001? Well, Shaun of the Dead was 2004, so it might have been around
0: this time. Hold on. Google machine time. But Pickle's got, like, these appliances in his arms. He's got, like, a coffee machine and a blender.
1: Nineteen ninety nine.
0: Okay, so, so right maybe, about this time, maybe space was referencing this.
1: <laughs> That'd be a weird British reference of an American movie.
0: <laughs> but the, yeah, the sky pickles got like a coffee machine and a blender, and Mark Paul Gossard's just like, you know, what? Did, I, don't, I don't remember. He, I think he says like, do you rob a Target or something?
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: But Pickles just like, you know, I, I brought all this stuff because it reminds me of home. And he's just like, Aww. a blender reminds you of home. <laughs>
1: That's kind of sad. What did I just? I can't put things together right now. Just trying to figure out, like, was his dad like an appliance salesman or something?
0: (laughs) Poor pickle. But the seemingly the one black guy at Daleman grabs Tom Everett Scott. By the way, Tom Everett Scott is still sitting in bed because he doesn't have any pants on, so he doesn't want to get out of bed.
1: Even though he has, like, a long pair of boxers on.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, this this guy grabs this award that he has. He's like, what is this? And Tom Everett Scott says, that's a math award. And the guy's like, it looks like a dildo. I'm like, no, it does not.
1: <laughs> no, that's a very pointy and square dildo.
0: <laughs> yeah, it kind of, like, it looks like the Washington Monument, but, like, it kind of angles out at the bottom instead of just being straight. So, I mean, yeah, is it phallic is, is like, in shape? A little. Yes. But does it look like a dildo? No, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> not unless you like to use blood as lube. Oh. I'm sorry, but yeah. It's not gonna go in or out very smoothly.
0: <laughs> Mark Paul starts talking to Tom Everett Scott.
1: Why does he why do these guys have to have three names? I don't know. We can call him Zach Morrison. Tom, Tom Everett Scott. Scott. <laughs> I mean,
0: we could call them Cooper and Josh. That's their names. We,
1: we could call it, but that's not what we do on this show. We call, like, random characters by their character name and, like, the main people by what we know them as better. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, Mark Polkowski t- talking to Tom Everett Scott and he starts asking him about his major and all this stuff. And he goes, oh, so you, like, studied in high school. I had some friends who did that. It acts like it's such a novel thing.
1: What the hell is studying?
0: but Tom Everett's got notices Rachel from across the room who is hanging out with her friends, Kristen and Allison Hannigan.
1: Huh? So we have Jason Siegel and Allison Hannigan together in a film. Interesting. But they never, I don't think they ever meet. No, I don't think they ever interact once. No. So, you know, they eventually meet once they transfer to, um, What's that
0: school? Uh
1: Wesley. Wesleyan.
0: Wesleyan. Wesleyan. Yeah. Yes. Uh yes. But so Tom Everett Scott goes over to Rachel who is not Alison Hannigan.
1: No. Uh her name is like Poppy Montgomery or something. Her name is Lucy. No, I meant like her uh Rachel's oh, the actress. The real name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alison Hannigan is Lucy. Poppy Montgomery is Rachel, and then their third friend I don't know. She's never been in anything else.
0: Yeah, I didn't recognize her. But Jason Siegel's like, oh yeah, that's that's Rachel Gilmore. This is she's like a major in creative writing and this this and this. And Tom Scott's just like, how do you know all this? And he's like, pulls up a little magazine thing and he's like, the freshman Facebook. This was pre Facebook, remember?
1: This is. My town just got internet about the time this movie came out. Yeah. So, like, every time he kept
0: saying Facebook, the Facebook, I'm just like, oh, that's so weird.
1: Yeah, because it's literally a book of faces. (laughs) Yeah. And Jason Siegel's just like, I've been jacking off
0: to this thing for three weeks. Gross. (laughs) But there's this one guy, and he's just got, like, all these pills. He's like, this one's my sisters for anxiety and this is my cousins for this and he's got like all these bottles of pills which you know college yay I didn't take a lot of pills Uh, we then see Linda Cardellini (sighs) okay of course Velma from Scooby Doo but also Lindsay Weir from Freaks and Geeks who dated Nick in Freaks and Geeks, played by Jason Siegel.
1: Holy shit. And this came, like, right after each other. So, there's like, hey, we had a good time together in uh in Dead Man on Campus. You think we should have our characters date in this? Because, you know, maybe we could talk to the writer, Paul Feig, and get that done.
0: It's funny that Freaks and Geeks came out after this, but they're in high school in that.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but...
0: Uh, where was I? Do-do-do-do-do. Oh, yeah. So Linda Cardellini, uh, went to a Catholic girls' school. Like Jason Siegel notices her cross, and he's just like, "Did you go to Catholic school?" And she's like, "Yeah, all girls Catholic school." And Jason Segel's
1: just like, "I love you," just like that. He goes full Mosby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Allison Hannigan is she's talking to Mark Paul Gosselaar and Tom Everett Scott. And she's like, do you guys go to Daleman? And Rachel's like, this is their room. And, uh, she's like, oh, well I'm Lucy and these are my home girls, right? Kristen, that's what, <laughs> that's what they say where you're from. By the way, Kristen is black. So I guess there's, there's one black guy and one black girl. Yes. But Kristen is just like where I'm from, you know, the hood. <laughs> Yeah, then Kristen's just like, we need to have a little talk.
1: And this doesn't go well for when, you know, Lucy slash Lily starts hanging out with Michelle later. Oh, yeah, right. Is that my homegirl, Michelle?
0: Girl, you know it. (laughs) But so Tom Everett Scott goes up to Rachel and he's like, oh, you must be Rachel. And she's like, yeah, how did you know that? And he's like, oh, the the freshman Facebook. My my roommate's been jack, uh, jack, jack-a-lackin' jack <laughs> around to it. And I'm like, that's not better. You didn't fix anything.
1: No, no you just made things worse.
0: Like I hear jack a I still think jacking off.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> as I choke on my water, as I try to hydrate.
0: <laughs> but we see him go to class and all his classes just look hard as shit
1: yeah like the math problem in his first math class takes up like nine blackboards <laughs> yeah and even this
0: guy behind him like leans over it's like this is the first day right
1: no we started six months ago dude this is a final
0: <laughs> but uh he's in his dorm room doing his homework and mark paul gosler spills his bong water all over his homework
1: <sighs> this is impressive to do from a four to five foot bong
0: yeah, he's trying to get uh, Tom Everett Scott to hit it. And that's how he spills it. But Jason Siegel comes out and he says that he's going to be moving in with Linda Cardellini for a little bit. So basically, Nick and Lindsay are moving in together.
1: Oh, good for them.
0: <laughs> and he's like, uh, Marple Gosselin's like, oh, awesome. Can I use your room for bonging? Which I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard bong used as a verb outside of this
1: um yeah i don't recall a single time
0: <laughs> but jason siegel's like do not use my room for bonging and don't fuck with my stuff <laughs> mark Pogas was like hey what do we talk about he's like don't fuck with my stuff please <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's getting better He's he's evolving as a character that's right
0: but so Mark Pogostler is cleaning his bong. He's got like this giant pipe cleaner and he's just moving it in and out. And it's just making this horrible squeaking noise while Tom, Tom Everett Scott is trying to study. So he, uh, he goes off to Pickle's room and Tom Everett Scott eventually follows him. And he's like, look, you know, I have my way of doing things. You have your way of doing things. And if we're going to live together, we need to kind of find a way to coexist. Mark Paul was like, yeah, you're right. That's p- perfectly reasonable. That night, Tom Everett Scott is sleeping, and Mark Paul Gossler bursts in with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ready to fuck, and she's just like, what about your roommate? And Mark Paul Gossler's like, oh, it's cool. He likes to watch.
1: <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, that makes it hotter. Yeah, she's fine with that. <laughs> but so the
0: next morning, Tom Everett Scott is late for his <laughs> – I wrote down cadaver class. That's probably not what it's called. <laughs>
1: It was human biology.
0: But yeah, they're, they're dissecting a human cadaver on day one, like you said. Yeah,
1: and I think his name was Dave. But yeah, you don't know. I don't think you get to touch cadavers until like medical school. <laughs> I would think, yeah. But I could be wrong.
0: That night he's studying and he gets a phone call. And well, first his mom calls and he gets he's like, sorry, mom, I got to call on the other line. Hang on one second. And it's Mark Paul Gosler. He's like, dude, I got these three chicks waiting for me at the Lucky Peach. I need you to come be my wingman. And he's just like, no, I, I can't. I need to study. And all of a sudden, Mark Paul Gossler bursts into the room on his cell phone. It is not the Zach Morris cell phone.
1: I such a missed opportunity because I think those things were still in use back in 1997, like 98 when this was filmed.
0: Yeah, it would have been like such a, a cool little nod but he's he's got a better cell phone he has upped his his cell phone game it's not quite a nokia 5150 yet but
1: no not quite
0: but it also wasn't the giant brick
1: i had a giant brick at one point
0: but did you
1: yeah it was like eight bucks a minute
0: (laughs) my first cell phone was it was probably about this thick and it was a it was a flip and actually i bought it from a From a um, thrift store.
1: Nice. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But he, Mark Goss was just like, if I was a stuffy professor, you'd go with me. And so finally, Tom Everett Scott is like, all right, let's go. And so they go to the Lucky Peach. They walk in and Tom Everett Scott is just like, yep, this is a bar. This is a bar. And so he tries to leave, but then he notices that the three girls are Alison Hannigan, Kristen, and Rachel. And he wants to see Rachel naked, so he's like, all right, I guess we can stay.
1: Yeah, we'll have a couple beers. I'd have a beer. I'd have a beer. Or eight. And it's to
0: win it. I'd have eight beers. Serious with that fucking turtleneck? <laughs> you want to try it on? But they like hold up this empty pitcher and they're just like, Cooper, we drank all the beer. <laughs> So, Mark Paul Gosler goes up to the um, the bar. Jesus. The bar. <laughs> I was like, when was the
1: last no. time you've been to a bar?
0: <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the flat part of a bar. Oh,
1: you mean the bar. <laughs> the bar. <laughs> you know the wood structure and the bartender's on the other side of it and he's tending to it? <laughs> that thing.
0: God, I'm dumb. But, like, I kind of figured this was, like, one of those bars where they don't card because it's, like, you know, it's a college bar. Right. But he goes up there, and the guy's like, "You go to Daleman?" And he's like, "Oh no, I, I work at the factory <laughs> or in mill the, in the mill." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, like like,
0: He goes like, "What's out on your shirt?" He's wearing this Daleman shirt, and instead of just going, "Oh, I mean, I did go there, yeah," but I don't go there now. I graduated four yeah, years ago, graduated. or whatever. Yeah, but no, he's the guy's like, "All right, I'm gonna need to see an ID." And so he hands him his ID, and the guy goes, "Yeah, this is fake as shit." <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh sorry here's my real one and he's like your name is Dr. Muhammad Rashid
1: <laughs> and he like bows and <laughs> the
0: photo is him in a turban
1: that's that's very Zach Morris-esque <laughs> yeah
0: because Zach Morris is trash yeah but then he's just like how about this one or this one, or any of these. He's got probably a dozen fake IDs. <laughs> he just tossed them all on top of the bar. Yeah, and the guy's like, just take the beer. Which this, this is the, the second movie, with. second movie we've done where someone was like, Yeah, this idea is definitely fake. Just take the drink and go.
1: I've never had that happen to me. Usually this like check the idea, oh, ID, oh no, you're not old enough, or this is fake. Get the fuck out.
0: I mean I've I've never used a fake ID. I'm a good boy.
1: I've never used one either, but I've seen people try. And it never works.
0: But I I have gone to bars and they're like, can I see your ID? And I'm like still pulling it out of my wallet. And they're like,
1: all right, looks good. (laughs) Like,
0: do I look that fucking old? Come on.
1: It's the beard. It ages you 72 years. (laughs) Apparently.
0: But so at the table, Rachel is talking to Tom Everett Scott about how, like we said, she's this creative writing student. And he says, you know, what are you working on? So I'm writing this story about this girl from New York who likes a guy at her school. Oh, that's cool. And he's like, Oh, that's, that's cool. She's like, yeah, he's, he's from Indiana. And Tom Everett Scott was like, Oh, I'm from Indiana. She's like, let me try this again.
1: Let's back up a little bit. Um, I think you're hot, but obviously you're not very smart.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm writing a story about a girl who likes a guy who's from Indiana who goes to her school. Do you understand? he's like, yeah, you have to let me read it.
1: <laughs> She's like, I'm going to have to switch over to the hard stuff now.
0: <laughs> Can I get a vodka tonic? Vodka crayon. Oh, It'll be the vodka be yeah. vodka crayon. Hold,
1: yeah. Hold the crayon. Hold the tonic.
0: How do you know my – or how, how do you know – how did you know my favorite drink is a vodka cranberry? They all drink vodka cranberry. (laughs) (laughs) So after the bar, they're hanging out on this bridge. And Tom Irving Scott is like, how do you do it, man? You haven't been to a single class all year. He's like, I get it. You're a millionaire. He's like, you know what my dad does for a living? He cleans toilets. Well, okay. He owns a toilet cleaning company, but he's also an incredible asshole. I call him Flushles the toilet cleaning clown. (laughs)
1: It's not that creative. It's really not. No. They could have done better.
0: But Mark Pogosler is telling Tom Evercott, he's like, look, I know that your whole thing is you're worried about the future and all that stuff. He's like, but who cares about the future? We need to worry about the present. And the present is all about having fun. Tom Scott says, fun is a dead end. And Mark Pogosler is just like, college is our last chance to go crazy. Meanwhile, Alison Hannigan is puking off the other side of the bridge
1: you got a breath, man
0: <laughs> uh Rachel's like hey t- Tom everett which his his first name is Tom Everett. do you realize that it's hyphenated
1: I've never noticed that
0: I oh th- no, no wait actually I think I'm thinking of Mark Paul Gosler his first name is Mark Paul
1: right yeah his it's name yeah like his his, his name is hyphenated. Is I Gossler. think
0: I think Tom it's Tom everett is like he goes by his middle name as well right because Tom' well, he heat- Tom Scott yeah. sounds like a newscaster. This is Tom Scott for Action
1: 5. Here, we have seen a flood, and there are dozens of dead babies floating down it. This is Tom Scott for Channel 5.
0: But so, <laughs> Tom Scott walks Rachel home, and they get to her dorm, and he's like, well, good night, and she's like, it's this way. What's what way? And so he <laughs> follows her, follows her in, inside, they get to her dorm room, and she's like, it's this way. So they go into her dorm room and then she goes into her bedroom and she's like, it's this way. And like, 100, have you figured it out yet? Tom Scott? Like, does she need to point at her vagina and go, it's this way.
1: I bet she did that. He's like, yeah. how am I supposed to walk in there?
0: <laughs> but I mean, we have to assume that uh bang, bang, Bang
1: bang 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 bang
0: bang 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 bang. Sorry. But so, the next morning, he goes home. Mark Paul Gosler, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's standing on his head, doing some kind of exercises or he's like his legs go out and then they go back and forth and then out and I don't know what he's doing. Yoga? Very badly? Maybe. But Tom Everett Scott is, or Mark Polgosser is just like, you hound dog, like, look at you coming home the next day on your walk of shame. And Tom Everett Scott is just like flabbergasted by the events of the previous evening. And he's just like, I didn't have to do anything. It was just like, time for sex. We're going to have sex now. Prepare for sex. (laughs) I love how he delivers those lines. (laughs) I know. Like, it's almost like robotic
1: right and he's just like I can't believe this happened in high school I had to work for it
0: <laughs> right yeah it, Wait till you're the, married. I was gonna say enjoy the college years guys because like in college you don't have to work for it and then you get older and you would have to start working for it again right but then Tom Scott's like you know and, th- and then we spent all night talking and Mark Pogoster's like you even talked <laughs> and Tom Scott's like yeah she said I have soulful eyes <laughs> Mark just like you do
1: I noticed it now that we've both gotten late. Yeah. But Tom Scott's just
0: like, what was I doing spending all my time in the library? I could have been having sex all that time.
1: <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Nothing else. Just straight sex. Just, I mean, probably.
0: It's, it's college.
1: college.
0: <laughs> but so Tom Scott starts partying. He starts joining Mark Paul Gosler in all the festivities. He starts smoking the reefer. Uh, he's trying to read this anatomy book, but he, I just, he all the pictures just keep turning into these pinups of Rachel.
1: That still like showed mammary glands and muscles, and <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> kind of she, she had no
0: skin from the neck down.
1: Yeah, that's not my thing. Still it had skin on her face. Thing. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Then he finds out that he bombed his midterm, and he starts just freaking out, starts yelling at Mark Paul Gossler for. You know, making him uh, bomb his midterms. And he's just like, at least you showed up. I bet they give you points for that. It's not the SAT. That line is so subtle because the way he says, I bet they give you points. Like he doesn't even know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've never taken a midterm. But he's just like, bad
0: grades are meaningless, dude. They're like parking tickets. They mean nothing. Which is not true.
1: No, they eventually mean something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But back in the dorm, Mark Paul Gossler takes Tom Scott's uh, stethoscope and like puts it down his pants. He's like, I can hear my heartbeat through my penis. I've never tried that. Me neither. I don't have a stethoscope.
1: I wonder how much they are on Amazon.
0: (laughs) I mean, I've, I've felt my heartbeat through my penis with my hand. Oh, Hey, (laughs) but suddenly Flushel's the toilet cleaning clown bursts into the room. And he starts yelling at Mark Paul Gossler. He's like, you you know, I got a call from the dean. He says, you haven't been to class in two months. And if you don't pass all your classes, you're going to come work for me. And I'm not talking in the office. I'm talking in the field. I'm going to give you all the disgusting jobs. Gross. He's picking poop out of toilets.
1: With his bare hands.
0: (laughs) I, I love. There's always this cliche of plumbers and stuff pulling poop out of toilets. And I'm like... Why would they pull poop out of toilets? I don't know. (laughs) Their job is to make sure it goes down the toilet.
1: Yeah, you want to... It's a one-way street. You don't want it coming back. They might
0: pull other things out of toilets that are clogging it, but I don't think they pull poop out.
1: No. Not that I... am I'm not a plumber. I don't know plumbers. So I assume No.
0: (laughs) I hope you guys have become accustomed to poop jokes on this podcast. We've
1: now. been on a streak. Oh, don't use streak. Oh. We're boy. talking about poop. <laughs>
0: I didn't mean. Tom Scott tells Mark say, look, there's only one thing that can save you now. And he's like, Valium? He says, No, studying. And so the bartender's like, Hey guys, like I couldn't help but over here. Uh, I think you should go talk to Henry down there at the end of the bar. Uh, he's, he's got a real good story for you. And so they go and they talk to this guy, Henry, who looks like he's been struck by lightning about 66 times.
1: Yeah, I was shocked his name wasn't Reggie.
0: Yeah. But he he starts telling him, yeah, I had this roommate who killed himself. He, uh, he slid his wrist and he swallowed a bunch of pills and put a bag over his head and jumped off the bridge. I'm like, man, that's excessive.
1: <laughs> that is really
0: covering all your bases. Yeah, that guy did not want to live. Uh, there's also this this other guy sitting next to them next to him who I don't know if this guy is like drunk out of his mind or just plain out of his mind. But he's just like, some people eat bugs. <laughs>
1: this is so out of nowhere. Yeah, he just keeps
0: interjecting into the conversation these things that have nothing to do. And he's not even part of the conversation. No, he's just there. But this Henry guy is like, yeah, Daleman has always had a problem with suicide. So they made this rule that if your roommate kills himself you get straight A's. And then the, this, the weird guy is like, my intestines are over two miles long. Good for you, guy. Mark Paul Gossler is like, is that true? And you hear the weird guy go, it is true. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not that. <laughs> um, and Mark Paul Gossler looks at Tom Scott and goes, I know I couldn't study if you died. He's like, you don't study now. <laughs> they don't know that. And Henry is like, it's in the t- it's in the school charter. Like, you you can go to the library and find out for yourself. And Mark Paul Gosler, I love this. He looks at Tom Scott and he goes, "The library, you know where that is, don't you?"
1: <laughs> I do. I've been to it. It's been a bit.
0: But so they go in. They they break into the library. I, I I mean they they don't show and break in, but all the lights are off, so it seems like they broke in. Yeah. But they're Usually like the libraries
1: open 24-7, though.
0: Yeah, it was weird. I don't know why they didn't turn on lights. And they had flashlights.
1: Yeah, yep. that's a sign of breaking in.
0: Yeah, usually. But Mark Pogas was like, let's just find this charter. Like, You know libraries give me the creeps.
1: He's seen Ghostbusters one too many times.
0: I was just thinking that. So they find the charter, and he's, he's reading through it. And finally he finds uh, a student found to have died by his own willful act. Blah, 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 blah. Any other student residing in the same housing unit of said students shall be rewarded grades of the highest order, regardless of academic standing. He's like, this is it, right? Like, that's that's it, I think.
1: What does this mean?
0: And so he rips the page out of the book. Tom Scott's like, what are you doing? And he goes, I got to make a copy. Why do you have to make a copy? It's in the charter. Beatrice, every time, every time. (laughs) What is that? It's a shark? This is her shark, yeah. Oh. Um. But so, yeah, he starts like he makes a copy and he's reading it, and he kind of is alluding to Tom Scott killing himself, and Tom Scott's just like, "No, that's I'm not going to kill yeah. myself." And he's Mark Pagels like, "Come on, be a sport. You're fucked already. At least this way, one of us comes out on top.
1: <laughs>
0: Take one for the team." And so finally, they, they leave, and Mark Pagels is like, "Hey, what about Kyle?" like, who's Kyle? You know, our other roommate, (laughs) Jason Siegel, And Thomas Scott's like, are you talking about murder? He goes, no, I'm not talking about murder. And finally, Thomas Scott's like, whatever it is you're planning, I don't want to be a part of it. Just shut the shit up. That's what he says. He says, shut the shit up. Shut the shit up.
1: Kiss my piss.
0: (laughs) Wait, is that something that's said in this movie?
1: No, that's from um, Silicon Valley.
0: Oh. But so Mark Paul Gosler goes and gets a job at the suicide hotline, and the the woman who's leading it is telling everybody, you know, going over what to say when someone calls and what we'll go over in this scenario. And Mark Paul Gosler's like, "What if someone is like right at the edge? Like, what could you say to really push them over?" She's like, "Excuse
1: me. So I know not what to say or what not to say.
0: Sure, yeah. But Tom Scott goes and meets with his counselor who tells him that he has to keep a B-plus average to keep his scholarship. Oh, no. she's, She's like, I'm sure you're fine. It's not like you failed your midterms.
1: He got like a zero on all of them.
0: Yeah, he got a big fat F all the way across. Right. And so he's looking at it and he's telling Mark Paul Gosler, he's like, these are my grades on my midterms. These are the grades I would need on my finals to get a B-plus average. I would need four A-plus-plus-plus-pluses.
1: So that is like 400%. He really fucked himself on his midterms.
0: Yes. But Mark Pogosler has this random chalkboard in, in the dorm now.
1: Where he got that and how he got it up those stairs? Don't know. I mean, he
0: probably got it from Allison Hannigan's class.
1: Oh, that's probably true.
0: That's where Marshall and Ted got their chalkboard.
1: That's a good point.
0: (laughs) But so he's like, I don't, or sorry, Tom Scott is like, I don't have a track now. And Mark Bogost just like points at the chalkboard. (laughs) And so he like, just like draws like a a train track looking thing. And he's like, this is a track. It guides you where you want to go. I have nothing. I have no track. (laughs) And he just scribbles it out. And so Mark Paul Gussler goes, so you're in. It's he f- all he
1: cares about is killing somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so he flips over the chalkboard. and He's got just this cartoonish diagram of what to do. And he's like, this is Mr. Z. He's the most suicidal guy on campus. And he's definitely going to kill himself. So why doesn't he kill himself with his new best friends, us? So all we got to do is find who Mr. Z is and invite them to move in with us. And then you get straight A's, and I tell Flushels to flush off.
1: There you go. And I love how he's just like, What language is that? And he just stares at the chalkboard for a minute. He's like, My penmanship's gone to shit. <laughs> and it just continues.
0: <laughs> but Mark Paul Gossler cannot do this plan without Tom Scott because Tom Scott, as we said before, works in the housing office. How convenient. Right. But so Tom Scott is just like, I, I can't do this. This is insane. And Mark Guster is like, all right, well, just so you know, there's a voicemail on the phone. I think it's from your mom. Ooh. And he starts playing it. And mom was like, hey, uh, you know, when we talked earlier, you sounded a little little frazzled. So I just wanted to check in and make sure everything is OK. But I'm sure it is because you always exceed my expectations. And I expect straight A's. Thanks, mom. Yeah, really no fucking on pressure. there. Yeah, like even, none if, whatsoever. even if he wasn't partying and fucking around she expects straight a's and he always exceeds her expectations
1: like jesus christ questions you don't get but extra so, credit usually in college
0: yeah but so tom scott is just like so who's mr z and so then we see him they're hanging outside the mental health clinic in the bushes taking photos Pogos was just like, oh, look at that guy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one over there. Ooh, yeah, come to
1: Debbie. <laughs> I like how there's just like people just like filtering in and out of like the mental health building like yeah, all really. day long, apparently. <laughs> but he's just like, Tom,
0: you're not saying anything. And Tom Herbert Scott is just like, yay, yippee. <laughs> <laughs> but so then uh, the guy who was hawking pills, who I'm going to call Pillboy. Because I don't well, his name is Zeke, but I prefer to call him Pillboy because yeah. I like the good place.
1: That's a good. Uh, that's a good call.
0: Pillboy and the one black guy on campus. Catch them. Token.
1: <laughs>
0: that's what I have in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, "Coop, is that you?" And he like tackles Tom Scott to the ground, and they come around the bushes, and they're just like, "What are you guys doing?" And Mark Bogoster just goes, Can we have some privacy? And they're like, Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. No problem. And then uh Tom Scott's like, they probably think we're making out. And Mark Bogoster's like, I know, they're totally in the dark. Is that progressive? Uh, kind of. I mean, this this movie kind of goes back and forth on whether it's progressive or homophobic.
1: Right, yeah. And um, then there's Cliff who's coming up here shortly. Cliff
0: is just wild. But so they break yeah. into the clinic that night. Mark like, all right, your code name is Dinah.
1: <laughs> Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah.
0: So Tom Scott's like, Well, what's yours? And Mark like, Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Call me night dragon. But so he's like, All right, give me my Jimmy. I'm a Jimmy the window. Starts trying to jimmy the window and it breaks. So he just breaks it more. And then Tom Tom Scott just lifts it open.
1: <laughs> yeah, when are you gonna have to lock the win uh, the window on top of a building?
0: Yeah, really. But so he like mission impossibles it in, you know, where he's like laying horizontally and getting lowered in. Just, steady, Dinah! Dinah, steady! <laughs> um but yeah, I'm like. Tom Scott ends up dropping him the last six feet or so and he just like slams to the ground and he's just like, <laughs> I'm
1: in. That's what she said. What? Nothing. <laughs> but so he goes
0: and he, he goes to the file cabinet and he's like, all right, I found it, but it's locked. So I'll have to Jimmy it. Where's my Jimmy? <laughs> I love like, how he keeps calling it a Jimmy. Like, <laughs> Jimmy the lock. And Tom Scott is just like, your Jimmy is right here. I have your Jimmy. He's like, I need my Jimmy. Tom like, no Jimmy. I repeat, no Jimmy.
1: How many times did they <laughs> say Jimmy? I should have went back and counted.
0: Yeah, do a shot every time they say Jimmy.
1: I, I wouldn't make it.
0: That's <laughs> why so he just kicks it open. The file a, cabinet. <clears throat> the file cabinet, yes. He grabs a whole bunch of files, but suddenly security shows up, and he starts chasing him. And he's got the, the rope is still dangling behind him. So the security guard like <laughs> grabs this rope. But then Mark Pogosler just drags the security guard like down the hallway around a corner. He swings around the corner and smashes into this plant.
1: MPG's got some, uh, he's got some good legs there. Yeah.
0: But so they, they finally are able to escape. They go back to the dorm and they're just chanting. They're like, Van Damn! Van Damme! Van Damn! Van Damme! Damme! <laughs> Which, going back to our mainstream episode, bad cadence. Really bad chanting. Van damn, van damn, van damn. Dam. That's that's your chant cadence right there. Yeah. Dear filmmakers, if you ever need chant choreographers or chat chant consultants, hit up your boys.
1: We're not that expensive. We know how to do this. We're really not. <laughs> Yeah, we go to a lot of wrestling. Yeah, we know how to chant. But so
0: Tom Scott goes and visits his psych professor. And he's just like, so hypothetically, if someone was considering suicide and the like presser pushes a button and the door closes,
1: that would he freak just, me the fuck out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because that was what what's his name from Good Morning America had when he was sexually harassing women.
1: That's true. That hadn't <laughs> broken yet, though.
0: <laughs> but he's just like, why don't you tell me about yourself? Where are you from? Yeah.
1: Let me put this in your permanent record.
0: <laughs> but later on Rachel shows up to the dorm and she gives Tom Scott her story. And it's, it's he's like, like, is this uh, or no, it wasn't at the dorm. It was when he was leaving the psych office and she met him. Right. And then Mark Pogosser is yelling at the window. He's like,
1: Hey, we need to make a decision here. I need you right now. Now more than ever. <laughs> I fucking
0: need you more than ever. But so they decide that Mr. Z is Cliff. Oh, Cliffy. And when we see Cliff, he is throwing water balloons off the Kappa Omega house. He's like standing on the railing. Perilously. a good balance. Yeah. And he like turns around and pulls down his pants. He's got eat me written across his ass.
1: He also had like a big, like huge red bump, like on his lower back. Might want a Z-pack for that one. (laughs) But Mark Pocostor's like, look at him. He wants to
0: die. Then he like he falls off the balcony and he's like holding on to the railing and he's like, help me, help me. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like someone who wants to die. He's he's yelling, help me. Right.
1: He wants to live. And he, if he's going to die, it's not going to be intentionally.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, he very well could die, but maybe maybe he doesn't have a death wish, but he certainly doesn't seem to fear death. No. But so they go into his room, which is just a mess and disgusting. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, they start telling him that they, he, they want him to move in with them and he's like oh good because you know I, I live on a fraternity but they want me to observe quiet hours they can suck my quiet cock <laughs> and so he's like alright yeah I'll move in with you guys let's party let's drink some beers and so they like each grab a beer and start drinking it and he points at the one that Tom Scott has and he goes that's not beer
1: <laughs> oh
0: I mean we don't know what it is but it's yellow there's a pretty good guess
1: yeah if you're using that yellow, please drink more water. Yes. We wanna, on this podcast, we want to make sure you hydrate and have healthy poops. Yes.
0: Check the poo. But so Cliff downs his beer and then he's like, kick me in the junk. It just reminds me of, uh, of Kelsey Grammer on 30 Rock when he's like, hit me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> But so Tom Scott kicks him, right? like, And I mean like a front kick. Like usually when you're kicking someone yeah. in the balls, you go from underneath. He like front kicks him. So he's going to get yep. the, the meat and potatoes.
1: Right. He, and it's heel first, which is the hardest part of the foot, I assume.
0: Yeah. And Cliff just like pulls a road warrior where he's just like, ooh, what a rush. <laughs> and, then he, and then he starts rapping. Just out of nowhere. He's just like, my name is Cliff, brother of Joe. I've got some crack. I want some hose.
1: It's not a very good rap. No,
0: it's not. It's and then terrible he's just rap, like, actually. He's just like, you guys ever get horny? And they're like, uh, I, I guess. yeah." He's like, yeah, man. it does. He's like, I get real horny. Like, I get horny and I just I hump the lamp. And he starts humping the lamp. He's like, I go and I screw this couch. Hey, you guys know any chicks? And he's got crazy eyes going at this point.
1: And he makes that weird mouth, mouth noise, too, that I can't repeat. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it.
0: But so they leave leaving, and everyone that's out in the hallway is just like, oh, shit, Cliff's coming. Like, hide. They're all ducking <laughs> into their dorms. And so they go to uh, Rachel, Kristen and Allison Hannigan's dorm. And it's like it's so awkward because like the three guys are sitting on the bed and then the three girls are sitting across from the bed. And Cliff's, yeah, Cliff's like,
1: one of those friends that you don't take out in public. We've talked about yeah. this before. Yeah. Cliff is a secret friend. Because Cliff's just like, which one of these chicks is for me? And You don't say
0: that in front of the chicks. Right. Tom Scott's like, oh, uh, I think they, they're all lesbians. And he's just like, oh, Aww. lesbians. You guys know how to party. <laughs> and he like runs over to this print of starry night by vincent van gogh that even says like vincent van gogh museum new york new york underneath it and he's like which one of you guys painted this and rachel's like uh i did he's like it's so smooth <laughs> which is usually not a compliment on a painting
1: no you don't want your painting to be smooth you want some texture
0: so then he like pulls out this bong and he's like which one of you girls is gonna take a hit off this He's like, how about you? Like, goes up to Allison Hannigan. And he's like, yeah, you're going to hit this. He's like, I'll light it for you. She's like, oh, no, that's okay. And he's like, I will light it for you. I'm a gentleman. (laughs) And he goes to light the bong. He goes to light the bong and he lights Allison Hannigan's hair on fire. And so her hair is just burning like crazy.
1: It goes up fast.
0: And he, like, starts pulling his dick out. And he's like, I know what to do. I'm going to pee on her. <laughs> and so they finally like they grab a blanket and they put it over her head and they finally put put out put out the fire. And he goes up to Alessandri and he's like, "So, I guess a blowjobs out of the question."
1: <laughs> you know, you don't have to ask that question. You can just assume that it's out forever.
0: Yeah, like, but this is a this lot is of clear. things
1: need yeah. A lot of things need to happen for that to get back on the table.
0: But so they leave, and Cliff's just like, you know, whenever I'm on fire, I remember to stop, drop, and roll. You don't just stand there screaming like some chick. <laughs> <laughs> that statement tells me two things. Cliff has been set on fire. Yes. And Cliff has set women on fire before.
1: <laughs> and peed on them, probably.
0: <laughs> and probably peed on them, yeah. But so then Cliff is like, He's driving along in his piece of shit car. He he's just like... Oh, it's terrible. He's like, guys, we should go get some hookers. I know this one girl named Carla. She's perfect. <laughs> and then he's just like, just so you guys know, my license was revoked. I shouldn't be driving. And they're like, for what? And he's like, attempted vehicular manslaughter, whatever
1: that means. Whatever that means. <laughs> in college, I loved repeating that line. And people are like... Oh. Fuck, what? (laughs) But then he's playing chicken with like
0: every single car that goes by.
1: (laughs) On a very small two lane road.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then he pulls up behind this cop car and the cops come out of a donut shop, of course. (laughs) And Cliff is just like, yeah, uh, Tom Scott, can you ask the nice officer directions to I-95? He's like, uh, Okay. Girls on the window and I was like, Excuse me, officer, yeah, do you uh, and Close just like, Do I smell a
1: pig? <laughs> I definitely smell a uh, pork product of some type. <laughs> and he's like keeps yelling like piggy piggy piggy
0: and then like just takes off and the cops get in the car and start chasing them, which I don't know that it's illegal to call a cop a pig. I'm sure they don't I like don't, it. But yeah, I don't, I think I it's don't illegal. like it,
1: but yeah. Unless but, they like, I mean, automatically knew Cliff and like his circumstances, which I'm thinking there's a pretty good chance that they
0: do. <laughs> That's a good point. He also peels out. Yeah, that, that'll do it. And speeds away. So the cops start chasing him, and Cliff's like, you guys ever been in a high-speed chase before? It's intense! <laughs> and then he's like, oh, they really hate it when you do this. And he pulls out a fucking gun. <laughs> and it's like this, a 1945 Mauser. Yeah. It's like one of the ones that have
1: like the skinny part at the end. It's like a Nazi gun.
0: Yeah. I don't know where the fuck he got this thing. No. And at grandpa. first I was I was like, oh, it's a fake gun,
1: haha. But he starts shooting at the cops. <laughs> and apparently has unlimited ammo as well. <laughs> but so Mark Paul
0: Gossler and Tom Scott, they just bail. They dive out of the car, tuck and roll.
1: At like seventy five miles an hour.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Mark Paul like, "It's fine. We'll just hitchhike back to campus." And he's like, "Come on, you stick your stick your thumb out, or they won't see you." There's no one on this road.
1: And it like slowly pans back, and it just shows Zam on like this long straightaway, and there's just like miles of darkness in each direction. Yeah, but you have to have your thumb out just in case.
0: But so Tom Scott has his pick for Mister Z, which he, he calls him my guy, like. 17 times.
1: My guy, my guy, my guy. I guess three more times. <laughs> His name is
0: Buckley Shrank.
1: That's a name.
0: He's paranoid, delusional, with suicidal urges, and attempted to give himself a lobotomy.
1: <laughs> Makes but sense. So they, go,
0: they go and they talk to this guy, and he's like, there are people on campus trying to kill me. Now, my therapist thinks I'm paranoid, but he has been co-opted. The soil is like, not clean. <laughs> uh, and he, he like runs out there talking to him at lunch and he like runs out of the cafeteria. And he's just like, I'm soil. I'd be
1: like, what the hell does that mean?
0: <laughs> it's code. You wouldn't understand.
1: That's true. I don't have people trying to kill me.
0: <laughs> but so Mark Paul Gossler goes to Buckley's room and Buckley's like, Kurt Cobain isn't dead he's living with Vince Foster near Mount St. Helens makes sense and Mark Paul Gossard's just like well why would he do that he's like he doesn't want to he's being blackmailed and you know this guy that's blackmailing him has just infinite amounts of money he's like I shouldn't tell you who it is it's Bill Gates
1: (laughs) do you think Kurt Cobain and Vince Foster have ever been to the Meadows
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean probably
1: yeah 100% right
0: but like it's so funny in the 2020s hearing a conspiracy about Bill Gates that people don't believe,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> also, like his room that he has like posters of him, like explaining yeah. <laughs> things to like the masses or something.
0: But he never explains why Bill Gates would want Kurt Cobain to fake his death.
1: No, I, I have a, I have questions.
0: Yeah. But he's, Buckley says, Bill Gates wants my brain, and he, he took half of it one time because uh, I fell asleep at Newark Airport. And, you know, now I'm, I'm considering killing myself just to stop the apocalypse.
1: I'd be like, you know what, dude? I know you're crazy, but I'm really fascinated with how you think. <laughs> Do you have a Facebook? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, he probably would have been kicked off Facebook by now.
1: Was there any social media back then? Did, like, Friendster exist or something yet? I'm not sure
0: when Friendster started. But Mark also tells him, you know, you you know what you should do? You should move in with us, because they'll never find you there. And then he says, you know, I think they're spraying this building with chemicals. And Buckley, like, sniffs the air. And he's like, neutrino beams. They're trying to attract my brain cells magnetically. All right. And he looks out the window and he sees this guy in like a hazmat suit with a gas mask spraying something on the windows.
1: Probably water.
0: Probably. But he's just like, Ah, I knew it! And they like run. And then Rachel comes up to this guy in this hazmat suit and gas mask and is just like,
1: Josh? You know, Tom Scott. And I'm just like, How? 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 You can't tell who's in that suit. No, not. from up not. close not from far away yeah
0: I thought that was a little ridiculous but he just runs he's like ah and runs away <laughs> no but so they go back to their dorm and they get Buckley moved in they, they go out of his room and they close the door and Cliff is hiding behind the door <laughs> and he's like you guys the police are after me I need a place to crash uh, I got I got shot for you 38 close range <laughs> He's just bleeding out his back. He's like, "How's it look?" Tom Scott goes, "It's a little red." red. And so Mark Pogosler is like, "Well, you know, you got you got to hide. Here, go hide in the closet." And they push him out the door and slam it. And he's now he's standing in the hallway. and He's just
1: like, oh. "You forgot like a good part though." When he sits down on the bed, he's like, "Oh, a math award." Oh yeah, he recognized the math award. He's like, "How the hell did Cliff know that?" <laughs> But so, yeah,
0: now he's in the hallway and he's just like, oh, this is a big closet. But He knows a the
1: ward, but not a hallway.
0: But not a closet, yeah. He doesn't know the difference between a hallway no. and a closet. Pillboy comes out of the room. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, Cliff, I thought you were dead. He's like, no, this close, oh, so- though. <laughs> but Mark Paul Gossler tells Buckley, he's like, you know what you should do is call the suicide hotline. They'll, they'll probably help you get over these feelings you know and so we see him call maybe it was tom scott that said that because mark paul Gossler was working at the suicide hotline right when, when buckley calls and he's just buckley's like i'm i'm very scared and mark paul Gosser goes you should be should be <laughs> and buckley's like who is this because you know who it is
1: it's bill bill, bill gates bill
0: gates and buckley's like what do you want from me
1: your brain buckley your brain
0: (laughs) but so shortly after that rachel comes over to the dorm and she's like hey have you read my short story and mark paul galser's back in the dorm at this point he goes oh yeah he read it he said it was fucking hilarious (laughs) and she's like it's not supposed to be funny were you laughing at it oh no and tom scott's just like no oh you know i i didn't read it i've been really busy and Rachel's just like, all right, well, you're being a jerk, so I'm going to go. She leaves. And Mark Paul Gosser looks at Tom Scott and goes, would it have been that hard to read the story?
1: They've been scheming nonstop like a month now. Apparently, yes.
0: Yeah, it's like he's been running
1: around doing this Mr. Z
0: shit for you, more or less, like your plan. Right. But so Mark Paul Gossard talks about how he read that if someone is suicidal, you want to keep – any kind of weapons or pills or anything that could be used to commit suicide away from them. So what do they do? They fill the bathroom with pills. Mark Paul Gossler has this giant
1: dagger. It's like a katana or something, not a katana. It's like the miniature version of a katana.
0: Yeah. He gives uh, Tom Scott this rope. He's like, what do I do with this? He's like, I don't know. Tie a noose. I don't know how to tie a noose. Who
1: the hell knows how to tie a noose?
0: But, Buckley comes into the bathroom so they have to like duck and hide in the shower and so Buckley does his business he goes to wash his hands and he hears him whispering behind the shower curtain when Tom Scott's like we're like the Hardy Boys from hell <laughs> but so Buckley goes and he pulls open the curtain and he's just like you guys you're with Bill Gates I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell everyone about this and you'll never get laid oh no I love that that's where he goes. You'll never get laid.
1: Not Not that you'll go to jail. Yeah. Or that your conspiracy will be completely like, you know, blown wide open. It's you'll never have sex again.
0: Yeah. But Buckley is like so excited. He's just running through the halls like, I'm not crazy. He thinks this fully justifies him.
1: 100%.
0: But so finals are in a week now. They've done zero studying. And Mark, Mark Paul Gosler, Beatrice is back. Mark Paul Gossler is like, you know what we should do is we should get stoned. All my best ideas come when I'm baked out of my mind. Oh, this dog, I swear to God, every time we start recording. So she she brought me the light bulb that she had last episode. Yeah. Put it down no. and and now she's an digging. Actual light bulb. <laughs> not an actual light bulb, a toy light bulb. She and she just like put it down and now she's digging through her toy bin. <laughs> Looking for a different toy.
1: And she has like 45 digits.
0: She has... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. She really wants it to be Christmas. Yeah, she's playing with all her Christmas toys. What do you got? You silly dog. Okay, so uh, finals are in a the week. They want to get stoned. Uh, and, but all of a sudden they, they see an ambulance. And so they follow it. And Cliff is on the ground. In front of the Kappa Omega house.
1: He had fallen.
0: Yeah, someone is like, he was throwing water balloons and he fell out the window. And so they're like, oh, he's dead. And so Mark Paul Gossler is just like, man, see, I, I told you. Uh, but turns out Cliff is actually alive. They put him on a gurney, they're giving him oxygen. And he's just like, where do you guys get this? <laughs> where do you get this shit? But Mark Paul Gossler is just like, see, this, this means we were on the right track. And so they get a new guy, a new Mister Z. His name is Matt Noonan. He's depressive. Noon. He's got a death fixation, and he's constantly making threats of suicide.
1: And he's also British.
0: Yeah, and this guy looks the Queens all, English. <laughs> he's he he looks all goth. You know, he's got eyeliner on and all this stuff.
1: Sean O'Hare's hair.
0: <laughs> Sean O'Hare. There's a reference
1: yeah haven't thought about that one in a while have you
0: natural born thrillers that's right but so they're like all right no messing around let's get him moved in right away so he moves in he these guys bring in all this like music equipment and they're like oh are you in a band and he's like kiss my ass and he's like they're like what he says what? that's There's the name of the offended. band he's like that's the name of the band
1: the Bleeding Band,
0: and they're like, "Oh, cool! Are you playing the the big pre-finals party?" He's like, "If I'm still around." Ooh, and they're like, "Well, Ominous. what do you mean by what do you mean by that?" He goes, "Who are you, fucking Kurt Loader?"
1: <laughs> Which Kurt Loader? Uh, who was in Airheads? Oh, reference. He, he's also in this in a little bit. Is he actually in this? Yeah, he's in the uh, the whatever the post credit not the whatever the fuck it's called oh that's like right flash forward yeah
0: um i doubt either appearance is enough to put on his rotten tomatoes page but
1: <laughs> yeah probably not
0: i don't know if he has a rotten tomatoes page but
1: i don't know either but uh his band's practicing
0: and he he cuts it off and he's just like this music is crap and but all his bandmates are just like you know that was, that was a really good session and they're like do you want to go get some food he's like oh
1: i don't want any bloody food but
0: so, Mark Paul Gosler, lovely, and Tom lovely,
1: Scott, off you go, lovely.
0: Mark Paul Gosler, Tom Scott are just like, um, you know, I, I, I thought the music was good, and he's like, oh, maybe someday I'll be fortunate enough to entertain millions of teeny boppers and make music videos. Wouldn't that just be groovy? <laughs> and so you know, he's he's clearly depressive, and uh, but that night, Mark Paul Gossler hears what sounds like laughing coming from his room. And so he looks through the keyhole and he sees Noonan watching cartoons. Depressed people don't watch cartoons. And he like throws open the door and uh, he's just just like, you know, what the hell are you doing? And so he goes back to Tom Scott and he goes, I don't, I don't think this guy's who we think he is. I don't think he's actually depressed. He's like, oh, this, everything's going wrong. Like I need air opens the window and is like, (sighs) okay, that's enough air. I need my bong. <laughs> Tom Scott's like, no, no bong. And he like takes the bong and he shatters it. And so Mark <sighs> Paul is just like, you know, I, I think we got to murder him. <laughs> but Newton comes in. You're he's like, desperate. Yeah. Newton comes in. He's like, guys, I've been having these really creepy dreams lately. Kiss my ass plays the big pre-finals party. And then after the party, I, put a gun in my mouth and I pull the trigger bang bang and it's so really real real I know that Mark Pogosler says if it was really real I don't think you'd get that second shot off
1: <laughs> oh I suppose you're right <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so they play the big pre-finals party the woods of my sperm he goes this last song is called sperm <laughs> and the lyrics are my words are my sperm spewing forth my tragic germ i'm dying to kiss you i soiled the tissue and everything's swell suicide's friend nearing the end although he says suicide's friend half a dozen or more times
1: right uh it's not a very good song it's
0: it's really not it's very no. kind of uh like the cure but we're not as good
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Darby Allen like watching this movie back in the day and being like, I want that th- I don't want I, I, this song to be my theme music, but something along these lines. Darby Allen's like, I will make this my entire identity. <laughs> right. I will be Matt Newton
0: <laughs> We see Allison Hannigan wearing this terrible wig. <laughs> which is it just me or did it look like Lily's old lady wig? Like when they do flash forwards. To present day, and Lily's wearing the little bob wig.
1: Oh, totally. 100% looked identical to that.
0: Right? But um, Matt goes to the bathroom and, like, (laughs) kicks this guy out of the bathroom. He's just like, (laughs) piss off, mate. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. And the guy leaves, and Matt, like, starts combing his hair. And then he starts singing cabaret into his comb.
1: Doing the whole shebang he's got the all the moves choreographed and
0: everything right he starts dancing and uh, mark paul gossler comes in and he's just like i knew it he's like i thought you were suicidal you can't be suicidal if you're singing show tunes he's like you're not even depressed he goes no i am depressed look at me (laughs) this this is a moment where i wish this was a video cast so you could see my impression of what he does but the face that he makes is so good he's just like Makes a sad face and, and slumps his shoulders. It's like, look at uh, right. I just, am. Yeah, so over-exaggerated too. <laughs> and Mark is just like, you're a poser. And he's like, hey man, listen here. <gasps> he's like, you're not even British.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Newton is a complete and total poser. <laughs> he's a big, fat
0: phony. But Tom Scott goes to Rachel and apologizes. And she's like, look, save it. You know, I, I liked you. I thought you were a good guy, but I, I guess I was wrong. And he's like, I liked you too. And I am. I'm a good guy. And right at this moment, Buckley comes up behind him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you see this guy? This is an evil man right here. <laughs> if you see that guy, kick him in the balls. <laughs>
1: I would leave that party because there's going to be some drunk people trying to kick you in the balls at that point. Oh, most definitely.
0: But Mark Paul Gossler comes up and he's like, look, I found this. This is Matt Noonan's uh, high school yearbook. And he was a cheerleader in high school.
1: He was like declared Mr. Happy. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Happy.
0: But so uh, Pillboy, Token and some other random dude uh, show up and they're just... Like, hey, you know, we see that you guys are clearly having relationship problems. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, look, they're, uh, Mark Pogosler and Tom Scott are like, oh, it's it's so much more than that. You wouldn't understand. And they're just like, the, to this random guy who uh, we haven't seen until now, I don't think.
1: I don't think. I almost want to say he's like Zeke's roommate or Pillboy's roommate, potentially, or Pickle's. He's like, I think I he's know. across the hall.
0: But so he gets like this poignant line where he's like, Look, guys, I have an uncle that's gay. And so we don't care. And like Killboy and yeah, Token are cool. just like, yeah, it's, you know, we're perfectly fine with the fact that you're gay. And so they leave and they're just like, All right, well, I guess we're gay. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but so they they Mark Pogoster's like, all right. Let's go to Pickles' room and make margaritas. (laughs) So they go to Pickles, and they're just like, "Hey, Pickle, we're gonna make some margaritas." He's like, "Oh, there's there's some in the blender. Help yourself." And Pickles is just like, or Pickle is just passed out, and they're just like, "Are you you okay?" And they they notice he's got a pill bottle in his hand, and they're just like, "Oh my god, Pickle committed suicide. Like, he he just took a shitload of pills." And Mark Paul Gosler is like, this is it. Like this, this is the gods speaking to us.
1: This is our one and only chance to not get kicked out of school.
0: Yeah. So he, he tells Tom Scott, he's like, go to the housing office right now and fill out the paperwork. And so he runs off. Mark Paul Gossler takes a bunch of pickle stuff and starts moving into the room. But Jason Siegel is back in the room. And Mark Paul Gosler's is like, who the hell are you? Singles so like I live here, <laughs> and Mark Paul Gosler is just like, "Oh no, they they moved you out," and he's just like, "Hey, who's fucking in my room right now?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's Kristen and Matt Noonan, and so Mark Paul Gosselaar is just like, "Oh yeah, they they threw all your stuff out and told you to go fuck yourself," <laughs> <laughs> and Noonan's just like, "What? No, I'm I'm your roommate." He goes, no, my roommate is a badass rock star. You're a candy ass show tune singing cheerleader.
1: <laughs> and then Jason Segel grabs his guitar and the door closes right as he's swinging it at Matt's head.
0: <laughs> but so Mark Pogastler goes back to Pickle's room and Tom Scott is trying to revive Pickle's. He's like, come on, just throw up for me. Come on, throw up. And so then we see Pickle getting loaded into an ambulance. And Tom Scott's just like, he was still alive, man. Like, I, I couldn't, you know, Hippocratic
1: Oath. I, I couldn't right. let him die. Why did you throw the Boy Scouts hand sign? Because there's not a hand sign for the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> it's an oath. Yeah. Um,
0: it's not a video podcast. You could have let that go and no one would have ever known. But no.
1: I'm sorry. You well, you can cut that out. No one has cut, to know. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. 122 uh, ish.
0: <laughs> but so Tom Scott goes and he takes a stethoscope and he throws it off the bridge.
1: Stethoscopes are expensive. I just looked that up. Are they? They're like 300 bucks for a good oh, one. Damn. Was I going to get that stethoscope to listen to my heartbeat through my penis? Yes. Yes, I was. Am I a 41 year old man? Yes, yes, I am. Do I have the <laughs> brain of a 13-year-old?
0: Yes, yes, I do. I mean, poop and dick jokes, that's what you come to expect from this show.
1: Yeah, why well, we don't have the whole lot of class here. And we don't <laughs> pretend to.
0: But yeah, so he takes the stethoscope and he throws it off the bridge. And you hear somebody be like, he's got to jump. And so at this point, Kevin, uh, th- I think it's time. To do a little splatter piece theater. All right. So I'm going to let you choose if you want to be Josh or Cooper. I'll be Cooper. Okay, then uh,
1: first line is yours. All right. (sighs) All right. Josh! Josh, what the hell are you doing up there? What do you think? I'm just looking for a way out. Seriously, come down. What's the point? My life's over. Why? Because you're off your track? Oh, come on, Josh. Who cares? This is so fucking stupid. Are you an idiot? Look, I understand. Maybe you were on the wrong track, Josh, but it's okay. Because now you can figure out what you're really supposed to do. What? Become a total failure? No. No. No, you know, I should be the one up there. My father's right. I'm a fuck-up. I'm a total fuck-up. You're on this little holiday in fuck-up land, but I live here permanently. Josh, I messed up. I messed everything up. You just did the right thing, and that took guts. More guts than I have. You're my best friend, so please, just step back from the ledge. You're gonna be okay, man.
0: You think they bought it? Bought what? That I'm suicidal. What? What? Well, I don't think they'll throw somebody suicidal out of school, do you?
1: No. No, of course not, you magnificent bastard. I can't believe you made me say all that stuff.
0: Think how proud your dad's going to be when he finds out you're a hero. You're a genius. So yeah, uh, Mark Paul Gosler talks him down. Uh, then we get a voiceover of Tom Scott saying that the school gave him another semester to raise his grades, as long as he does six months in therapy. <laughs> And while he's in therapy, he realizes that he really likes psychology, so he changes majors. Meanwhile, Mark Paul Gosselaar's dad pays for another year, but makes him work with him over his vacations. Mark Paul Gosselaar claims that if you're stoned enough, cleaning toilets is a zen-like experience. I don't think so. (laughs) He also gets a real job at the suicide hotline, but we we see him on the phone and he's like, mezzanine? Can I even see the band from there? And they're how much? $150? Drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the lady that runs it, she's just like, no, 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 no. Uh, Rachel and Tom Scott are dating. Rachel likes having an unstable boyfriend because it gives her material for her writing. Aww. Buckley was arrested for the attempted assassination of Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Segel and Linda Linda Cardellini broke up, of course, because she went to follow the Grateful Dead on tour. We all know from the finale of Freaks and Geeks. Uh, Jason (laughs) Segel goes to confession and he's he's confessing that he's jerking off to the Facebook. But it sounds like he just starts jerking off in the confessional booth.
1: Yeah, the the priest just gets up and walks away. (laughs) I would too. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to watch an 18-year-old Jack
0: in front of me. Uh, Noonan and his band got famous. This is where we see Kurt Loder. Right. And they're, they're singing the Sperm song, but it's like this poppy bubblegum hit now.
1: I don't even know what to compare it to
0: of the time. Yeah, like it's almost like Beatles-esque. Right, it, yeah. It's like. But this is 1998.
1: Yeah, I, there wasn't really bubblegum pop in 1998.
0: <laughs> Not really. Uh, Pickle moves in both, you know, so they can kind of take care of him, and also just in case, you know <laughs> just in case uh, we find out that Cliff died, so I guess one person does die this is what you were alluding to earlier uh, Cliff right. dies because he was on a party cruise that capsized that caught fire and capsized, <laughs> capsized. <laughs> uh, and he refused to abandon ship <laughs>
1: I don't wanna sound like a queer nothing, but I think fire is sexy.
0: <laughs> Mark Paul Gossler apparently takes this very hard, so he goes and visits his grave. When all of a sudden Cliff's hand bursts out of the ground, grabs him and is like, Come on down, we're having a party down here <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. But Mark Paul Gossler wakes up and it was it was just a dream. But then all of a sudden Cliff bursts into the room and he's he's got like a lifesaver around his neck. He's like, now that was a fucking boat ride. <laughs> An adventure like that makes me horny. <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, although there is a mid-credit scene where Pillboy runs into the room on fire, <laughs> and they're like, "What happened to you?" And he's like, "It's Cliff." And Cliff comes in behind him with a blowtorch, and he's like, "We're not done yet." <laughs>
1: You know, they could have had a spinoff with Cliff if they really wanted to. (laughs) Probably. But that's the end of the movie. Yay! So tell me
0: what you love about Dead Man on Campus.
1: I think it's just a silly fun time. And, you know, I was a huge fan of Saved by the Bell growing up. So, you know, seeing Mark Paul Gossler in a actual movie that wasn't related to Saved by the Bell was a lot of fun. Um, and it, yeah, it was just fun. It was ridiculous. A um, lot of laugh out loud moments, um, good characters. Um, I actually kind of, Followed the path of uh, Tom Everett Scott in college. I started off as pre med and ended up in psychology. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I actually watched it twice in the last two days because I forgot how much I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie is a lot of fun. It, it's like it's like we said at the top. It's a dark comedy for sure. Um, very dark themes, but as long as that doesn't bother you, it's it is funny and like I said, Mark Paul Gussler and Tom Everett Scott kind of at the peak of their popularity. Right. And this guy that plays Cliff, I've, I've seen him in a couple other things. He always kind of plays this offbeat character.
1: Yeah. He really got pigeonholed like Stifler.
0: Yeah. But he's just so zany. I don't know how you cannot laugh at him.
1: No, he's just hilarious the entire time. And he was actually, uh, played the straight man in the peacekeeper. Oh, really? The, the John yeah. Cena show? Yeah. Oh, he was a, he was an FBI agent and he was like the straight guy. Yeah.
0: I guess like more recently I have seen him in some stuff where he's playing a more, a more straight guy, which is, he's evolving. It's so funny. Then watching this, he's he's so crazy. Yeah. I I think it's very funny. It's like it kind of in the middle, it kind of does. It's almost like a show where it does like the three different Mr. Z's. Right. It's almost like the three different episodes of a show. And so it, that kind of feels like stretching it out, but like the way they do it, all those characters are just so fleshed out and so like well done that it, it they really just, are. It just works, Like
1: right? Yeah, I mean, Cliff's larger than life. Buckley is just like
0: entertainingly psychotic.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's total cue. And Matt, you know, he's a goth poser. Yeah, he like, de- yeah, he's there's depth to him, and I think we like.
0: Make, like obviously, this has turned up to eleven, but I think we've all known people that are similar to all three of those guys,
1: right? Sometimes all in one.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, this is on Stars for free if you ha- if you have a Stars subscription, uh, you can get or seven you can days. Just own
1: it like me, or you can
0: own it like Kevin. You can get seven days free uh, on Stars. I think we don't have a code or anything. We're not. I'm not hawking it. Like, yeah, that- I would love to, but
1: it's your discretion to go do it we don't get anything for it
0: yeah uh you could sign up for a free trial uh with hulu it you can't watch this movie but you can use cultasplat.com slash hulu and get 30 free days Ooh. plug plug
1: plug <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i recommend this movie i think you should check it out obviously you do as well
1: yeah you should have already watched this if you're listening, if you're this far into the podcast, you should have watched this movie because I think we're at the point where this podcast is now as long as the movie is.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'll I'll listen to like how did this get made movies that I'll I'll never watch. So,
1: oh, that's true. Those are always fun.
0: Yeah, but I mean, anything we talk about in this podcast, we're obviously going to recommend to you. Uh, and this this is another one where we're on the same page. We've yet to come across one where one of us loves it, and the other one's just like, yeah, no, but.
1: I wonder this, this when that's going to happen.
0: It's going to happen. I've seen some of the stuff you've put on the list.
1: Yeah, I have some really <laughs> out there shit on the list. But if you
0: enjoyed uh, our take on this movie, then head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star review. Leave us a little something in the text box. Whatever you want. Tell us what makes you horny. Tell us uh, about your conspiracy theories about Bill Gates. Tell us. Have you set uh, a
1: boat on fire?
0: Tell us about the best party cruise you've been on. Anything you want. We would love to love to hear it. Uh, if you've already done so, or if you don't want to for whatever reason, uh, but you still want to talk to us, you can hit us up on social media uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Cultasplat. Or you can hit me up personally at TheTaylorBartle on Twitter and Instagram. And you can hit up Kevin at
1: Kevin Neskoda on Twitter and Neskoda on the Instagram.
0: Also, check out cultasplat.com. There's all kinds of good stuff on there. We have some merch available if you want, live events, stuff like that. It's all going to be at cultusplat.com. Pay attention
1: to that live event calendar. It's a coming.
0: H- hint, hint, wink, wink. stay <laughs> no more. Uh, yeah, and, and tell a friend. We, you know, we're not celebrities. We don't have a network. So we're really kind of relying on people to just spread the word. So... Tell a friend if you enjoy this podcast.
1: Do the right and thing. God damn it. Oh. Sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, Thea. Bye.